Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Trembles. While beaming down from Lep, the boys are attacked by a pair of flying brains with tentacles and beaks called grails. After a suspenseful flight down, the boys discover the corpse of a Minotaur Lep agent. With some mild paranoia, they give Lucky a call and then decide to head on, finding themselves in the freeze and cold of the Northern Isles. Just as the winter chill sets in, they hear footsteps off in the forest, before Mrs. Muffin appears, offering to give them shelter for the night. I do declare, Your Honor is back in session. Come on, dearies. Let good old Mrs. Muffin take care of you before you catch frostbite. Okay, you seemed like a nice lady before, but that was a little ominous, so now I don't know what to think. Yes, I have to admit that was a little creepy. What? You're out here in the cold, dearies. How desperately are we looking for shelter right now? Pretty bad. No. I'm a little chilly myself. I could use shelter. Yes, I mean it is. It is quite cold. I mean we're a little banged up. It's kind of cold. Uh. My snakes don't really do well in the cold. All right, fine. I'll go about my way. You have a nice night. No, 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 no. Um, thank you. Yes, we'll we'll take your shelter. Thank you. All right. What are your names? Hi, I'm Mrs. Muffin, and uh, she holds up this huge orc hand towards you. Viper. Nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Ooh, I like your hair, dearie. Oh, thank you so much. Grew it myself. Ah. And you are? Uh, Pomus Telps. Pomus? All right. Ronnie. Ronnie? Oh, I'm Kit. Pleasure to meet you, Kit. And I am... Bittered. <laughs> All right, Bittered. My cabin's just a short hike this way. Should only be, uh, 20 minutes, maybe. So, uh, just follow me. Fantastic. Thank you. And Mrs. Muffin begins leading the way through the snowy forest. Mrs. Muffin? Yes, dear? Did you see those things come out of the sky? The what? The the bird creature things? You know, I heard something flying overhead, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. You didn't see any of that? No, dearie. Uh, do you not look up? What, what do you mean? They're big. They're loud. You didn't see any of that. She stops and looks up at the sky and goes, where? Oh, dear. Uh, okay. We'll keep walking. All right. She's actually pretty chill about the fact that she just walked up on a dead body. And was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Roll an insight check. 
23. Eight. Oh, okay. Seven. Yeah, Tiro, you get the feeling that she definitely saw it. Mm. Oh, no. Like, you you notice her notice it. Tiro's taking out of that. Okay. Uh, Viper's too cold. <laughs> She's just like... <laughs> yeah, your, your snakes are all, like, trying to retract, like, into your scalp, Viper. And, yeah, she leads you on. And she goes, well, dearies, what, uh, what brings you out this way? Travel. Seeing the sights. Ah, where are you from? Oh, you know, just down the road. Different parts. We all met in college. Right. Ah, very nice. Very nice. Yes. Uh, so I assume you're not staying in town for terribly long. Not after we got attacked by whatever the hell lives here. So I hope to stay for a very short while. What? What is this? Okay. Okay. You you keep going on about this, Sunny. Uh, she picks you up by like your armpits and sits you on a stump. Uh, hey. Hey. How big are you? How small am I? She's big. She's an orc. No, not oh, just an she- orc. She is like an orc daddy. Do you think she's part like ogre or part troll? She's not. Okay, a roll a nature check, I guess, for me, or an investigation. Up to you. Investigation, because I got a twenty-one. <laughs> Seventeen for investigation. Fifteen for nature. Okay, all of you, Viper. You're the one who's least sure about it, but even you, like, you're pretty confident in what you're seeing here. So. Mrs. Muffin is very clearly all orc. Okay. But the size of an ogre. And like a healthy sized ogre. Like she is an exceptionally large orc. She has this big gut underneath her very simple clothing. And she's muscular. She has huge biceps and triceps. But also like you can see the rolls of flesh kind of peering out at like all of the creases and all of this. I'm telling you, if she hasn't been like a guest on Orc Daddies, then she's missing out. Like that could be a career for her. <laughs> yeah, she she is a big girl. So Thomas, she picks you up and sits you on a stump. Hey, hey. All right. Li- hey, listen to me, Palmas. What's got you in a tizzy, son? We were attacked! Tell Mrs. Muffin she grabs your skull and puts it into her breasts. She says, tell Mrs. Muffin what ails you. How can I help you, dear? Okay, okay, okay. She slaps you. She gives you a little smack on the cheekbone. Ah. Aren't we, like, battered from the fight? Yeah, for sure. I lost, like, at least 30 hit points. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you guys are looking fucked up, but, like, also, Mrs. Muffin, she's carrying this, like, deer over her shoulder, and her hands are bloodied. Like, you get the feeling that she's maybe taken as much damage as you guys have today, but is just wearing it much better. Right. (laughs) So, Mrs. Muffin, do you hunt regularly around these parts? Yes, I'm, well, I'm a butcher. Oh, I would imagine that you would focus your sights on the ground animals and not necessarily the sky. We got attacked by horrifying flying creatures. Wait, you you got attacked in the sky? They came from the sky, these creatures. Yes, they came from the sky, yes. Roll a deception check for me. 23. Both of you roll it, and Thomas, you take... Oh, dear. One point of damage. Ah! Ow. I got 20. Mrs. Muffin looks at you and well, Viper, roll an insight check. All right. That's a 25. Uh, she looks at you, Viper, and she says, that's unfortunate. You can tell she did not buy the lie. Yeah, what is, what? What? 
20 and 23? I don't like Mrs. Muffin. And she's a butcher. <laughs> she has powers where you can't lie to her, bro. She's a butcher, guys. God, is there a uh, Jessica Felcher novel about a butcher in the woods that invites people <laughs> to stay at her cabin by chance? Are you asking God? I'm asking God. Okay, roll a history check, I guess, is the best I can think of here. Can I roll from my memory of all the books we read at Jessica's Absolutely. hut? Absolutely. What would that be? Uh, give me a history as well. Uh, Thomas with advantage. 18 okay. on history. Okay. 15. <laughs> okay. You do not recall anything about a book about a butcher in the woods. Okay. Well, it could be the next novel if we're not careful, considering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be because the novels are all like Jessica's murders. Wait, what? Well, oh, we <laughs> haven't been checking to see if Jessica's released any new books. Dearie, speak to me. What has you in a tizzy? Let Mrs. Muffin help. The birds, the pterodactyl, are there dinosaurs in this world? We were attacked by flying things and they hurt me and I'm in pain. And uh, there was a dead body on the beach that you conveniently just walked by. I think the birds a got to it too. A dead body? My goodness, where? <gasps> we must call the authorities. Mrs. Muffin. Yes? Is there a reason why you're pretending you didn't see these things? I beg your pardon, dear? <laughs> I, like, make side eye contact with uh, the rest of the party, and I'm like, you can drop the act. Like, we know you saw them. Apologies, dear. Look, you never know who you run into in these woods, and... Well, I didn't know what nefarious activities you were up to, and I didn't want to put myself in danger by calling you out. I did find you above a body that you killed. No, well, no, well, well, no. We did not kill anyone. We found that body also killed by the creatures. So what creatures were these exactly? They were flying... Um, they looked like brains with... With beaks. And tentacles. Yes, and they were very, very hungry. Oh, those sound like grells, dear. Grells? Yes. Are they native? Not really, but they do tend to have migration patterns that can sometimes bring them around this way. Do they ever come out at night? And Viper, like, looks at the sky as she asks that. Yeah, Mrs. Muffin looks up with you and goes, I don't know, dearie, but I'm not sure I want to find out. I already have my dinner for Nor the day. do I. Perhaps we should um, have a brisk walk well, to the cabin. I want to rest. I need ten health back. Let's go to the cabin. <laughs> You're looking rather beat up, dears. How about I take you back and make you a nice stew? Would you oh, like that? That sounds wonderful. Do you have coffee? I have hot cocoa. That'll work. Oh, that's my second favorite. Do you happen to have any sort of, like, fluffy head wrap or, or a hood that I could wear for oh, my snakes? Oh, dear. And she puts a big paw over your snake hair. And they go, but they're like too cold and too bundled right. up to like reach out and right. strike. Yeah. And her hand is like the size of your entire head. Oh my God. Uh, and she goes, oh, dearie, perhaps I can whip something up. I'm, I'm not much of a tailor, but I'll see what I can do. Oh, it's no trouble. They just, they're rather cold and they get very grumpy when they are. Right, right. This way. Uh, and she continues working her way through the forest. And as you walk, she goes... All right, well, since I dropped the act about the body, would you all like to explain how you were flying? Can I make a wisdom saving throw? Some kind of check to be like, do I trust her enough? You can give me an insight check for it. Yeah. I've got it. 
It wasn't flying. It was falling with style. She immediately believes you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a non-natural 20. She seems to radiate a very friendly energy. Sure. You you get a very genuine sense of like when she's offering help, you believe it. You do also with that high of a roll though, get the sense that perhaps there is more to Mrs. Muffin. Of course. Than just an old lady who wants to help. Look, we stepped on a magic panel created by idiots who didn't perfect, I guess, their magic. And right. we got sent plummeting here. And we are traveling. Yeah. Tiro, give me a deception with advantage. Let's call Viper helping by filling in the details. Okay. That would be a 28. Okay. Whoa. Uh, she goes, wow, quite the story. You definitely have to keep an eye out for traps in the woods. Um, I'm glad you seem to have descended safely, despite uh, anything else. Yes, and that body that we found was someone who did not descend safely. I see. All right. Uh, oh, here we are. And as you guys are finishing up that conversation, you see a small cabin. It's not terribly large. It's very cute. Is it made of candy? No, it is made is of Is there wood. an oven? It's made of gingerbread. <laughs> it is a log cabin. It does look vaguely gingerbready, especially with like the <laughs> snow falling off like the slanted oh, roof. God. It looks like icing. Um, <laughs> but uh, she leads you up like a little porch. You hear the steps squeak under her heavy footsteps. <laughs> and she opens the door for you and says, come on in, dearies. Cabin in the woods. Oh, God. I will walk in. Okay. You walk in, and the interior of the cabin is a quaint and rather lovely home. Mm. It's small, but not cramped. It's warm, but pleasantly so. There's a bearskin rug sprawled out in the center of the living space with a coffee table atop it and a book atop that. Against the back wall is a couch with a blanket laid out over it. And then to your left, as soon as you enter the house, is a small hearth which makes up the centerpiece of a corner kitchen. There are a few cabinets and tabletops in the southwest corner, and in the northwest corner, you see a door that presumably leads into a rather ample walk-in pantry. To your right is a door that leads to what you must assume is a bedroom. I'll take the couch, thank you. Oh, it's a pull-out, dears, actually. <gasps> I don't know how long you're staying in town, but I've I've been toying with the idea of a little bed and breakfast get-up. I was getting that vibe. Yes. I was actually going to ask why you decided to live in an area like this. Uh, did you grow up around oh, here? Oh, it's or? business, dearie. It's uh, best place for business. Right, right, right. Uh, do you ever hunt small rodents uh, by chance and if you do do you do you have any uh my snakes are quite hungry oh dear small rodents um or no. any mouse traps in the house no uh, no i don't get too terribly many around here if you give me a second uh, i can get you guys set up maybe i can uh, go digging around maybe outside see if i can catch something for them i'm sure they would be very grateful absolutely dear sorry rodent meat isn't terribly popular understandably I, I cater so to some higher end customers sometimes so i like to go for exotic game i see anyways uh so yes the pull couch can accommodate two rather comfortably. Uh, It's done so many times. Also, uh, my roommate is currently gone. And you see Mrs. Muffin, like, walks over with heavy steps to the pantry, like the big walk-in pantry, and opens the closet door. 
And you see that there are shelves, like it definitely is a pantry, but you also see a little bed and a little bedside table in the pantry. And she said, he's gone. It's a small bed, but it can accommodate one. And at this point, Kit walks in last and he just plops onto the fucking floor, like onto the bearskin rug. And goes, oh, uh, uh, my tentacles, they don't like the cold. And you see his like squid tentacle legs have like kind of frozen up and he's like, he's trying to thaw him out. He's such rubbish. She goes, oh dear, so sorry here. Uh, and, and she walks over to the hearth and you see there is like a pot that has presumably been bubbling away pretty much all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she pulls out a bowl of stew and hands it to Kit and says, here. And as she puts it on the tentacle legs, you hear like the searing. The <laughs> Oh, yeah, it is nice. Oh, yeah. Is your roommate also in the butcher business, or...? Oh, no, he's a, he's a reclaimer, dearie. Oh! What's the name of your roommate? Uh, his name is Quan. Quan? Yes, Quan Deidre. Uh, Q! Where are your keys, roommate? Oh, dearie, you know Q. Yeah, yeah, gosh, he was on the island with us. Oh. Oh. Really? Hmm. I see. And what became of this Quan? Has he been... Gone for a while? Um, he, he didn't come back this weekend. I'm guessing maybe he must have found uh, a little chap, a chapess in town. He did seem to be rather interested in one of his friends he brought back the last time I saw him. Oh, um, I mean, I'm always one for gossip. Who did he bring back? Oh, oh well, okay, uh, are you a fan of novels? Oh, indeed I am. You're never going to believe Whoa. this. I know who you're going to say. <gasps> Tell me, tell me. And she grabs the book on top of the coffee table and holds it up. And you see it is a copy of A Bridge Too Far. And she opens the front is cover. It signed? And you see it is signed by Jessica Felcher. Mm. Mrs. Muffin, you're a Jessica Felcher fan? Well, I, I have to admit, I love her books almost as much as I love Orc Daddies, but... Oh. Um, I was going to say, Mrs. Muffin, you have quite the stature. Have you ever considered being a guest character for one of their magazine issues oh or something? Oh my goodness, I would love it. You know, I don't know if... um, I've heard there are rumors of them reviving the series for an expansion, but I, I don't know. They're just classics. So. Understandably so. Viper, we don't have time for Orc Daddies. Uh, I'm so so uh, sorry. Jessica Felcher, back to the topic of her. I, you, mm, she was here, really? I'm a big fan. Yes, she stayed, she stayed on that very pull-out couch. Her and her, her little friend, oh, um, um, her name, Barbara. Barbara. What does this Barbara look like? Oh, I remember Bob. She's a uh, she's a she's a little uh, warforged lady. <laughs> what does Barbara sound like? <laughs> so was uh, was your friend interested in multiple partners, or was that? Oh dearie, I I don't know. I thought you know I thought the two of them may have been interested in each other. My but, goodness. Uh, I think I think Quan was uh, definitely. I don't know. I'm I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be gossiping about. No, a no. <laughs> I do love a gossip. And how long ago was this? Oh, dear. They were here, um... Actually, it was quite a while. I, I want to say probably a week ago or so. Where did they go after they were done here? We we left the same morning. I went out to go to work, and uh, the gals and Q headed over to the courthouse, I believe. I see. Although, I don't know... <clears throat> and she goes, give me one second. And she, she comes over, and she puts on a pot of tea, and she goes... It just feels appropriate. Of course. Uh, and then begins pouring out cups of tea to everyone. 
and sets them down around the coffee table. And she goes, I don't know if you caught word about what happened at the courthouse the other day. I only heard something in passing, but do you have more details? Well, I heard that Miss Felcher and, uh, I'm assuming possibly that Barbara girl, they attempted to infiltrate the courthouse. <gasps> really? They were involved in some sort of violent altercation, and how familiar, have you guys visited, uh, Isla Libre or, or Los Marineros yet? Um, we've heard about them. We were hoping, actually, to see that on our exploration. Right, right. Well, point is, they apprehended uh, Miss Crichton for everything that was going on at Isla Libre. That was why Q was working with them. He was oh very excited my. to do some justice. However, the day of her trial, she was found guilty. Everything was great. Uh, and there was some sort of violent commotion. The courthouse is currently um, not seeing the public at the moment. Oh Apparently, my. there's some intense investigations going on over there. I assume that's why Q hasn't come back. I'm guessing he's just been tied up in all of that. I could see that being the case. Wow. That's a, quite a story. Indeed. Well, I suddenly no longer want the pull-out couch. It just doesn't seem right. <laughs> it's quite all right, nephew. I think you deserve that luxury. You and the other assistants can go ahead and share the pull-out couch. I will have the small single bed. No worries. I will take it myself. And Richard kind of stands guard by the entrance to the pantry so that people can't get past him. <laughs> So, Mrs. Muffet, would you say that Jessica and her friend would still be arguably at the courthouse? You know, it's been difficult to get some information on that. Hmm. Last, again, I haven't seen Q. Q usually gives me the hot goss about oh, the courthouse. Hmm. Uh, but I heard that Michelle Crichton was killed. <gasps> and I don't know how reputable this information may be. It may have been Miss Felter herself. Oh my god! Well, that's hardly justice, as far as the courthouse is concerned. Well, I don't know. After everything that that woman did, I can understand being a little upset. But Well, of course. To be upset enough to, as a lawyer, ruin your own case, right? When, when they were found guilty. I just don't understand what's going on. I... No, of course, because usually there's a long-going procedure before any right, sort right. of... Right, And they found her guilty, so it's rather confusing. Indeed. Kit! Yeah. At this point, he's thought out and he's sitting in a puddle of, like, melted ice. <laughs> What are the odds Q is still here? Uh, what do you mean? Still in the area. Did Q ever leave with Jessica, to your knowledge? Well, last I saw him was when we all got off the island and I went straight back to, you know, take care of twigs and all that. Hey, uh, Miss Viper, you probably saw that, I guess. I did, I did. Yeah. Q was a really nice guy. I really liked him. He really wanted to do help. It's, that's why I'm really confused about this whole Jessica thing. Well, that's making me very confused as well. Well, you know what helps me think? Some stew. Oh, yeah. And you see, Kit has been eating and there's like stew dribbling down his <laughs> mouth. And Miss Muffin goes, oh, how terribly rude of me. Here. And she starts pouring out stew for everyone. And she says, well, any friends of Q uh, get special treatment. And so she gives you guys double portions. Oh, thank you and so she, much. And uh, she hands anyone who wants one a bowl of stew. Yes, I will take one. Okay. Uh, yes, I will take one as well. Uh, Richard says, like, leaning against the door to the pantry. And he eats standing up. I'll refrain. I mean, you are a skeleton after all. I'll also refrain for now. Okay. Once Viper finishes her stew, she'll put the warm bowl, like, atop her head so that the snakes can coil around it for warmth. Yeah, yeah. Not only do the snakes coil around it for warmth, they immediately start chomping at, like, the little bits of meat that are in the <laughs> stew. And they seem very happy. 
<laughs> Can your snakes detect poison? I have a poisonous kit. I have a lot of knowledge on poisons from my snakes, so there is a possibility. Would you... Would you like me to check? I would. See if she put anything in the stew. Okay. Do you guys want to roll stealth to see if Mrs. Muffin hears this? I could distract Mrs. Muffin. Go for it. Mrs. Muffin, and I hop on a chair. No, maybe we're talking in uh, LEP speech. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys have, like, thieves can't? (laughs) I would have had a fun distraction. Yeah, go ahead and distract, Thomas. Mrs. Muffin, and I jump on a chair and start swinging my legs like I'm going to sleep over. I have a question for you. She is enthralled with your little swinging legs. She thinks you are so cute. (laughs) Yes, dear. You say you hunt exotic creatures. Yes. What's the most exotic thing you've ever found? Oh my, I took a trip up to Firefall Valley once to get some griffin meat for one of my clients. A griffin? How big was this griffin? Oh my, probably the size of a horse. Wow. What's the second most? Uh, Go ahead and roll that stuff (laughs) with advantage. Okay. literally got two 16s. I literally got a non-natural 20, even though I rolled an 8, because Viper is just that ridiculously stealthy. What the fuck? Yeah, you're totally good. You're totally good. Amazing. How's your stealth higher than mine? (laughs) We're halfway there. Well, good morning, everyone. It is with concern and a bit of delight to be speaking with you all today. Now, my name is Mother Bee. I was Nicky Bee's headmistress at the Elderwood Academy when he was a young boy. I always knew how to track him down by following the signs of mischief and chaos. Oh, how he loved making naughty little catapults to pelt dice at teachers. Poor Sir Jerry lost an eye during that phase, but, to be honest, looked way cooler, as you kids say, with that eye patch. (laughs) It doesn't feel like so long ago I saw Nicky B designing icons to emblazon on his coveted dice towers. (laughs) But enough reminiscing. It is time for action. Now, just as the others, you're probably still wondering on where our beloved Nicky B is... It is unfortunate to report we still have no update on his whereabouts or his state. But if I can be frank, everyone is pursuing him too aggressively. To find Nikki, you need to lay a trap. I urge you all, please, spread the word that when you make an order of $25 or more at elderwoodacademy.com slash dungeonsanddrimbis and leave the note, Drimbis catapult you'll receive one of nikki's renowned dice catapults for yourself now surely that'll lure him in and now without further ado of course to go through a list of nikki's favorite troublemaking accomplices from the academy jerry benetatos queso loco greta ann beignet alejandro lopez ace andrews thomas murphy Regina Russell, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, 
Con Air on DVD, NB Star, now doubtful guest, Michael Richter's Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodall, Callie Wolf, Brendan M. Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Wes Berger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles the Death Dealer, oh, I remember you, <laughs> Erin Adams, Nathan Messnerd, Rue Thanatos, Morgan Lawson, Olivia Hill, Wilhelm Fuchs, Trip, Carrie Holmes, and of course, Stoner Panda. Thank you all so much for joining me today. And again, please submit to the mischief and bring our boy home. Roll your investigation, I suppose. And add my proficiency bonus because of my poisoner's kit knowledge and stuff. Yes. Okay. Non-natural 20. Perfect. You do not detect any poison in the stew. Seems all right to me. My snakes rather like it. They are now all like their heads are hanging over the edge of the bowl and they're like <laughs> drinking like when you see a snake drinking from a water bowl. Were we checking just for like poison poison or also drugs? I was checking for poison. Let's say with a roll that high, I probably would have given it to you regardless. Okay. Yeah. So unless this is a very stealthy drug, you feel rather confident that there's not like any sort of medication in here that's going to affect you. Mrs. Muffin. Yes, dearie. She tries to pinch your cheeks, but it's both. <laughs> Have you ever hunted anything that's, say, oh, I don't know, illegal? Give us a little juicy, juicy story. You naughty, naughty lad. No. Well, in my youth, I did go on a dragon hunt once. <gasps> a dragon hunt? Yes, it's actually how I got the gold to set up this cabin. Oh. Yes, yes. Was the dragon in a mountain? Uh, it was in a cave, actually. They were far more common back then. Their numbers have since dwindled, and now that I think about it, um, uh, noticing a correlation there. What kind of dragon? I was, it was a young one, a young green dragon. I see. I'm quite curious. What kind of clients do you serve? Oh, well, there's a there's a meat market, you know, uh, nearby. Well, not just meat. There's a market, a fresh market. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to go and sell there, and sometimes people will meet me there and occasionally, you know, establish a one-on-one relationship, and they can kind of commission me to catch certain requests. I see. Like well... You have a signed Jessica Felcher novel. Yes. Do you plan to keep it or sell it? Well, it feels a little taboo now, knowing what I know. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. But there may be some people who are all the more interested because of that fact. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm very curious, you know, what her deal is, because she she did tell me that she would get me tickets to the premiere of uh, The Pocket Full of Dead Fish uh, on stage. And I've been really excited about that adaptation. Indeed. Well... I haven't heard much about it, but it was in a newspaper clipping or something. Yes, I just love the theater. Oh, about that production in Opula. Yes, yes, the great Opal Way. I can't wait. I I mean, I don't know if she'll have the rights to get me a ticket at this point, but it would be lovely. Does it have the cast list in that newspaper clipping? I, I haven't heard any announcements, but I know that they 
they should have it cast by now. I'm not sure. Yes, indeed. Yes, I, I believe so. Okay, just checking. <laughs> we we need to move, people. I've just reminded suddenly we need to go very quick on this mission. Can we go to bed? You're like, I need to get back for rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be late. <laughs> Stage manager's going to kill me. Are you late for a doctor's appointment? What is it, dearie? Yes, in a sense. All right. I won't pry. If you need any hemorrhoids cream, though, let me know. Oh, God. And Mrs. Muffin goes, well, I am just dead tired. I think I'm going to turn in for the night. Can I get you all anything else? Do you need any more accommodations? I don't think so. I think my snakes are actually quite satisfied with that stew, so we may not oh, need Oh, yes, I'm so sorry. I forgot no, about the... the it's all the right. Night. I mean, the double serving was quite enough for me and for my snakes, so they're quite Lovely dears. Uh, by the way, everyone who partook of the stew, please go ahead and get a temporary plus one to constitution. God damn it. As well as uh, one temporary uh, hit die. She has the cooking thing. Veronica is seeing everybody glowing decides she's going to eat some stew. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so you get the, the plus one to constitution, and you get temporary hit points equal to one hit die. Yay! And uh, Mrs. Muffin goes, all right, dearies. Well, if you need anything else, just give me a knock. And uh, she's going to open her, her bedroom door, and she's going to say, good night. Good night. Thank you so much. Good night. Boom, 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 boom. Like, you hear through the wall, you hear the footsteps to the bed, and then you hear the, <laughs> as she lays down in bed. Um, Tyronicus. Yeah. Wasn't Jessica arrested nine days ago? Was that nine days ago? As far as I remember, the new the news article said she was arrested. And it was like three days ago. Oh, where did I get the number nine from? Can we get a history check, God? So the newspaper clipping said, and let me give it to you guys. Oh, sorry, what were those uh, history checks? Um, I got an 11. Mine is a 19. Okay. It said that late Wednesday, 3rd of winter, she was allegedly apprehended at the Court of the Northern Isles. So that would have been just under a week ago. Okay. Well, I hazard to guess this was one of the last places she was before she got arrested. I would like to quietly search the room of anything that Jessica may or may not have left behind. <laughs> okay. Roll an investigation check for me. 17. Okay. You look around, and you actually don't find any belongings left behind by Jessica at all. Uh, the only, like, really trace of her is a signature uh, in the book. Speaking of that, God. Yes. Did Jessica leave a note with the signature? Like, oh, remember to blah, 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 something inspirational. She did. What is it? Don't ask me that, because I don't remember. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. It's not important. No, no. It, it was like a generic, like, to my friend, like, blah, blah. Okay, you know, all whatever. right, all right. Can we phone a friend? Could we call <laughs> Michael? Michael, what did you write in Mrs. Bobby? <laughs> Theoretically. Not that the boys are there at all, but. <laughs> so. Yeah, you don't find anything left behind by Jessica Felcher other than that signature in the book. And Kit goes, well, so uh, I guess she was here. It probably would have been right after I left, huh? Right. And from what Mrs. Muffin said, Q and her seemed quite close. Do you think that wherever Q is, Jessica is also? Mm, do, do you think he followed her? Do you think he left with her? I mean, they may be together. Considering what Mrs. Muffin said, and Kit said it too, actually, about Q's want for justice and to assist with all of that. And apparently Q was there on the island. Right. But aren't you guys saying that Miss Jessica's doing bad things? So whatever she was doing, I don't think Q would have gone with her. 
Unless he was doing the bamboozle on me, too. I mean, if Q wanted justice, with them killing... What's her name? Crichton. Yeah, Michelle Crichton. Right, she's dead. What the fuck? The whole right. thing. That's what I needed to come back for. I needed to come for her trial. Justice itself, in their eyes, could have been her death, whether it was through the law or not. But didn't they say that she was found guilty? Indeed, and so perhaps the death penalty, if they were going to institute that, would have taken too long. And it very well could have been an order from Hagatha for them to kill Crichton so that she wouldn't speak. Indeed. Either way, it seems like our next step is to go to that courthouse and get some information. I was just going to say the same thing. I thought we were going to the town first. Well, that was the original plan. That was before we learned all this information from Mrs. Muffin. Very good. That was a test of the assistance. You should always be updating your plan based on new and current information. Well done. Uh, thank, thank you. I can't wait till I learn silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else we need to do before we turn in for the night? I don't think so. I mean, I don't suppose so. I guess our next order of business is to go to the courthouse, right? Very well. Why do I have a feeling we're going to be solving a murder? <laughs> I kind of also have that same feeling, and um, I would be lying if I didn't say it was exciting to me. I mean, usually I'm the one doing the... Uh, 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 I'm going to bed. Good night. Good night. Yep. And uh, Richard closes the pantry door, and you hear him plop onto the bed. Tronic is going to go hide somewhere and go to sleep. Uh, I could just sleep on the rug if you want me to. It's okay. Wait, where am I sleeping? What did I just fall down on? Uh, I, I don't know. I guess you just fell on the coffee table. <laughs> All right. I'll sleep right there. The coffee table is clearly in the way of, like, opening the pullout couch. Like, it needs to be moved. So Kit picks up the coffee table with you on it and scoots you over, like, against the door to Mrs. Muffin's bedroom. So I'm assuming that since she eventually wants to be a bed and breakfast, that there's, like, a bunch of extra blankets oh, everywhere? Oh, yeah, yeah, So the couch is just, like, it's like one of those old lady homes where it's just covered in blankets. Okay, I would like to put one over Kit, put one over Thomas, find Tyronicus, put one over him, make sure Richard has one. You go to open the door to the pantry, and Richard says, don't worry, there are blankets in here. I'm naked. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I, actually, you're welcome to come in if you'd like. No, no, no. Good night. All right. Just so everyone knows, Thomas is laying down on his belly on the coffee table, and his little arms are hanging off the edges. <laughs> and then I wrap one around my snakes, and then myself, and I go to bed. Yeah, and so there's a big pullout couch. Like, imagine, like, almost a queen-size, like, pullout couch. Oh, wow. So you sleep on it, and Kit is just kind of curled up at the foot of the bed on the floor <laughs> on one of the rugs. And he's like, I make sure he has a blanket big enough to cover his tentacles. <laughs> yeah, he falls asleep really quickly. Mm -hmm. And as you put it on, like, the tentacles almost subconsciously, like, curl around the blanket <laughs> and, like, pull it in to keep All it right. warm. And you all sleep for the night. Thomas, you, of course, enter your meditative trance. If you wish to speak to Bahamut, you may. Yeah, I'll give him a ring. Okay. It's been a while. Uh, you, you you give him a meditative ring. I don't know what that sounds like, but... Thomas. Bahamut, hello. Been a while. How's it going, buddy? It's going, you know? I think we're hot on Jessica's trail here. We're getting things done. And, um... Yeah, only lost one hit point for lying. That's about it. That's better than I have been doing. Very nice. Yep. How are you? I'm feeling better than I have in a while. Oh, good. There's definitely a, a little back and forth, but I think you're doing good work, Thomas. I'm starting to hear other voices calling out to me. That's good. That's good to hear. You look good. Thank you. Thank you. 
You're not looking too bad here. Are you on a diet, Thomas? I mean... Your hip bones are looking very slender. I don't eat, really, so mm. sure. How are you feeling, by the way? Um, I don't do what I did with you terribly often. Um, I want to make sure you're not ever in pain, but be aware this is a limited run. Right. I'm feeling okay. Outside of this, I'm ten hit points down, but, like, just you being here, I'm doing good. Doing good. Alright. Well, I definitely see that your power has grown. Continue doing the good work, and I might be able to send more things your way. Please do. I will say, though, keep an eye out. I don't know what it is, but there are big things happening. My sister... I can just feel that she's coming. D- yeah, that's a toughie. Hagatha is connected to it, right? I would venture a guess, yes. You really are my primary eyes and ears at the moment, so it's hard for me to know more than you do. I mean, that's the conclusion we came to, but there's really no way of knowing for sure until we know, so... What do you plan to do if you find this Jessica? I want to murder her, but I know that's not the right thing to do, so we will probably throw her in jail. Very well. Don't worry, I'm not going to do anything stupid. Alright. Perhaps a public display. A real trial for her. Show them the power of justice with restraint and responsibility. Right. That's the plan. No matter how tough it is, that is the plan. I believe in you. Thanks, Bahamut. Hey, and maybe, uh, lighten up on your uncle a little bit. He's been complaining to me about you. What do you mean? You're supposed to be on my side. I'm sorry. What did you say? Who's complaining to who? Oh, he didn't know. He prays to me too. But he doesn't talk to you like this. No, no, he hasn't died, so I don't have this kind of intense connection with him. It would cost too much, but I can hear his complaints. Okay, but you're on my side. You just want to hear him stop nagging. You don't really agree with him. I'm on the side of justice. You both have your faults. And he cares for you, Thomas. I know he did some things, but he's been in pursuit of justice this whole time. I would be so mad at you right now, but your echo that you have sounds really cool, so I'm not going to yell too much. Thank you. I'm leaving. I've been Goodbye. working on... Okay, bye. <laughs> and yeah, sure enough, as you like exit the trance, you are waking up in the morning and you are woken up as mrs muffin has begun to open her door and because the coffee table is right outside you're like being pushed across the floor sorry dearie it's okay. good morning and she uh she kind of like smacks your face like lightly but her hand is so big that it hurts. <laughs> oh, your kisses hurt so good <laughs> and she goes sorry sorry dearies you all can continue sleeping if you wish but i have to go get my day started understandable can i get anything for you before we all head out coffee <sighs> Please. Sorry, I, I don't like to put that into my system. I don't usually keep coffee. I do have tea and I have hot cocoa. <sighs> I'll take the hot cocoa. Please. Tea, please. All right. Mrs. Muffin. Yes. You'd make a pretty good assistant, but you need to get coffee. <laughs> she just kind of looks at you. I like lean in and I just whisper, just say thank you. For what? I don't see coffee in my hand. Do you, Viper? Oh. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Muffin. You're too kind. I'm like looking at Thomas as I say this. Thank you so much, Mrs. Muffin, for your hospitality and shelter and food. 
Yeah, she is gripping a butcher's knife. <laughs> uh, and she goes, you're welcome, dearies, and begins crushing up some of the herbs that she puts into the tea. <laughs> a few minutes later, uh, she begins pouring out tea. And of course, Richard is the last one to stroll out of the pantry. He goes, yeah. Good morning, assistants. Does he have clothes on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's he's wrapped in a blanket. Oh my god! Uh, and then he very slowly drops it, and he is in a full suit under. Okay. Okay. Can I look at Mrs. Muffin's fingers to look for a ring? Yeah, you look at Mrs. Muffin's fingers, and you do not see a ring. Mrs. Muffin. Yes, dear. Uh, is there a Mr. Muffin? Oh, everybody asks that. No, I'm afraid there hasn't been a Mr. Muffin for some time. Oh, I see. I'm so sorry for your loss. I was oh, just curious. Oh, it's quite all right. It's been a long time. I just, I don't know, Mrs. Muffin has a nice ring to it. I agree. I just wanted to ask. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Here you go. And she hands everyone tea. Thank you. Where's the hot cocoa? Here you are, dearie. And she hands out hot cocoa. I'll take a sip. This is adequate. <laughs> she just, like, her mouth just presses into a tight line. Mrs. Muffin, thank you so much for your yes, You're very you. welcome, dearie. Uh, now, sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but you can take the cups with you. I'm just going to have to push you out now. So Understandable. Have a nice I... day. What, would you happen to have uh, any warmer clothing? Eesh. Um... Or maybe a cloak or something like that. A fur pelt. I don't think I have anything I can spare right now. If you wanted to put in a request, I could try and whip some stuff up for later. Although that tea should keep you warm for a little bit, you really should be better equipped for the weather. You know, it is winter. Fantastic. Hey, Viper. Yes? I was so focused on getting my hot chocolate. Did you ask about Mr. Muffin? I did. I did. And apparently there hasn't been a Mr. Muffin for some time. Oh, shit. Well... All right. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Muffin. You're thank very you so welcome, much. dearies. And she's holding the door open, like waiting for you guys to walk <laughs> I out. I will. I will grab my things and stroll out. Uh, as you stroll out, she goes. By the way, how much would you pay for this service? You know, this overnight stay. Oh, you know, I mean, the, the well, dinner, the breakfast. It was rather nice. I guess it would depend on my income. I would pay uh, fifteen gold. Very unless nice. that Very seems nice. a little low. I wouldn't pay a dime unless you get some coffee in here. All right, Thomas. She was asking me. Well, that's a good thing that Thomas isn't part of your clientele. Indeed. I thought your name was Thomas. It is Thomas. He's the fool of the group. I'm sorry. I get it flicked up every time. His middle name is Thomas, and sometimes we refer to him as such. Thomas Thomas Telps. Because who names their kid Thomas? I, the name Thomas rolls so much nicely. Literally, Thomas? Unless you want your kid to be bullied, why are you naming him Thomas? Right, right. Anyways, get out of my house. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. You're very welcome. And she holds the door as you all head out. Kit fills his cup of hot cocoa one more time before he walks out. And then... Uh, Wait. Uh-huh. I'm just going to linger for one second there and be like, okay, Mrs. Muffin, between you and me, I didn't want my assistants to hear this, but just get that coffee, get another bed or two in here, and you have a wonderful bed and breakfast on your hands. Wonderful host. Excellent job. Wow. Oh, you! I knew you were a little sweetie pie. And she grabs you and hugs you, like, again, your skull between her breasts <laughs> as she, like, smushes <laughs> you around. Mm. Hey, stop it. <laughs> and she smacks you again. <laughs> Get out of here. Get lost, you scam. All right, goodbye. <laughs> this has been 
Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps, T.J. Berry as Tyronicus, and Hannah Schooner as Viper. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera, with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show, or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons and Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Congratulations. You've reached the Amelia Project. A new life awaits. If you're not serious about this, hang up. If you continue, there's no way back. Leave your message after the beep. Enter the offices of the Amelia Project and be ready for surprises, twists and turns. Follow the Amelia team as they help their clients fake their deaths and come back with new identities. Each episode is different. Each client coming to the death faking agency has a unique story to tell. If death and disappearances, comedy and crime, mystery and magic sounds like your cup of... Coco, the Amelia Project is the podcast for you. Search for The Amelia Project wherever you find your podcasts. And remember, leave your message after the beep.